salt and light. Well, hello, guys. Thank you for joining us again to Salt and Light Podcast. I'm Bonnie. And I'm Janice. And I'm so glad that you're joining us again today. Uh, This is episode 13 for season two. So we're almost done with the season, which is crazy because I feel like we just started this. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It goes by so fast, right? It really does. I mean, we started with October 20. I have it written down. October 1st, 2020 was our first uh, launch. Oh, my God. Our first episode. Yeah. Crazy. Wow. It's so crazy. Yeah. And not look, even a know, year. No, not even a year. And you know, so far we've had uh, you know, good experience, you know. Um, we didn't think honestly, I mean, I don't know about you, but me, I didn't think we were even last this long. Like we, <laughs> we like, right? Because we did it, we spoke yeah. about it, we had to just like finally just step into faith and say, you know what, let's just see what happens. And here we are. Steve. Yeah, I thought I thought. <laughs> Yeah, I'm surprised too because I thought we were Salt and Light was gonna break up before they got to the <laughs> I know. season. It was a learning experience for both of it us has. to deal with each other. Yeah, and you know what? But it's it's a continuous. I mean, yeah. I think that we've you know gotten better. Obviously, yeah. it's it's just gonna be a continuous learning experience. Even if it doesn't even have to do with us, just with other things, other people, mm-hmm. different situations. Like we just have to kind of learn to weather the storm. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So, but today we are going to talk on a topic and I think that this is an important topic because I think that sometimes I think we focus so much on like, right, like certain sins, right. Or certain things that we think, you know, obviously wouldn't coincide with, you know, following God, like, you know, the obvious ones, right. Like murder, uh, mm-hmm. stealing you know uh what else uh, adultery you know all these things but we don't realize too that how are we as a person how are we as a as a christian person right we're supposed to be following god but how do we actually treat people how yeah. do we talk to so today we're going to talk about the power of the tongue and you know again i think it's a really important topic and the power of the tongue it's one of the most powerful weapons that we actually have right we could use it to be faithful and, and, you know, and or positive, or we could use it to be, we could use it for evil and we could use it to be negative. We could use it to build somebody up or break somebody down. And I think we kind of have like two different views on this, or like we kind of like wrote down two different um, kinds of note notes on this, but I think both are important. So like from my point of view, when I think of the power of the tongue, I think about, again, you know, how you treat people, what you say to people, you know, um, um, do you bring them down? Do you mm-hmm. shame them? Do you bring condemnation on them? Do you, um, you know, call them names and just, just be very nasty and mean, you know, with your mouth. And, uh, one of the verses or one of the most known or at least heard verses is in the book of Proverbs chapter 18, verse 21. And that is death and life are in the power of the tongue and those who love it will eat its fruit. Um, I also have um, Proverbs 15, one, where it says a soft answer turns away wrath, but a harsh word stirs up anger. And then I'll just, you know, probably read one more and then I'll let Janice uh, say a little bit, you know, what she wants to say in Matthew 12, 36, it says, I tell you on the day of judgment, and this is important guys, this is how serious that God takes this. I tell you on the day of judgment, 
people will give account for every careless word they speak. Now, I don't know about you, but to me, that's scary. That's scary. That's that, that a little scary. I'm a little, you know, I'm yeah. a man on the float. You know, I don't <laughs> get my sandwich. I don't know what's going on. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be coming into a fire escape like, I'm just getting my sandwich. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> but it's like uh, me, any, it says scary. every careless word. You know how many careless every words we probably speak in an hour? I know. I know. It's like and careless. It doesn't even have to be like cursing, like, right. Like, oh, I'm cursing. No, it's like something just, just not even like careless. I don't like, know what the actual definition is, but it's just kind of like there's no thought to it. No thought. Like, you have no, no thought. thought to the word. So, like, even if you're saying something like stupid, like it has nothing to do with nothing, that's a careless word. Right. And you know what it also makes me think of, too, which we kind of were having this conversation before. I think also, like, if somebody is going through something and you know that that, okay, you know that that person is going through something, right? Because then there are some people that they just are constantly going through their, like, crazy drama and they just, they kind of do it to themselves. It's a whole nother. But then you have people who really are just going through something, right? And and it's kind of like, you don't even care. Like, you're like, ah, whatever or somebody comes to you and says you know i'm feeling this way i feel really down i feel really you know i just i don't know i'm a little bit down and you just kind of like nah whatever brush yeah. it off yes yes you know and god sees that because if that person really is going through something and you're just brushing them off and not even at least taking a little bit of time to yeah. maybe even pray with them or to maybe even say well what's going on what happened you yes. know and, and talk to them you know god sees that God sees how you how you treat people. Yeah, I mean, and there's so many different types of um, types of tone- ways we can we can uh, bring people down. So I was reading this book, which actually on our Patreon uh, we do like book reviews or reviews on articles every month, and I actually did a review on it. It's called Thirty Days to Taming Your Tongue." Um, and so in this book, she talks about different ways that we use our tongue to tear people down, you know, mm. and some of them are, and maybe you relate to this and maybe you never knew that it was a bad thing, but what? one of them is the complaining tongue, right? Mm. So when we're mm-hmm. complaining about our situations, like, oh, well, look at this and look at that. And oh my gosh, like. They didn't have the, you know, the peach iced tea I wanted. Oh, girl, just my luck, you know, just. I've heard people do that. Yes. Yeah, but just anything is like you're anything. always complaining. And I yeah. often, for myself, I tend to do that. Mm-hmm. I, I tend to look at the negative first and what isn't going my way and focus mm-hmm. on that instead of how God can change it. Mm-hmm. And even if he doesn't, there's still something to be thankful for. Like. I've been trying to get into the practice of every morning, just giving thanks to God for, for everything that I have legs, that I have arms, that I can see, that I can hear, that I have a job, that I have a home that, you know, just those things that I guess we, we often overlook and we don't think yeah. oh, is, is a blessing. It's not a blessing, but there are people who don't have jobs. There's people who don't have a home. There's people who, you know, they're mentally or physically disabled um, and they have to, you know, deal with struggles every day. And instead of complaining about everything, it's a practice. It's a daily thing. 
it's it not is. just gonna go away I mean I'm still trying to practice it and I have to catch myself because I'm quick to speak yeah. instead of you know quick in thinking you know I'm just quick to speak or which is, mm-hmm. is not a good thing right. but also complaining could be contagious how about if you're complaining to somebody else you're not right. speaking life over them you're just speaking like negativity and being and telling them all about your problems we all got those those friends right probably yes somebody who's always (laughs) always got a problem like no matter what they never say anything positive it's just like girl you don't know what happened and it's yeah you never hear anything that happened good to them no and it is contagious it is because then if you kind of like start hanging around with that person or those mm-hmm. people on a constant basis or on a daily basis or, you know, or mm-hmm. whatever, like, it really does start to go on to you. Like, and you don't mm-hmm. even notice half of the time. But yeah. then maybe somebody, it takes maybe somebody like either your spouse or whoever to be like, man, what, what's wrong with you? Like, all you do is just complain. Everything's a problem. Mm-hmm. Everything, the fries are too cold and soggy. You want them yeah. high problem the yeah. way to you know how to add a yeah. right it's like there's always something there's trend. there are people that are just never satisfied and they're just never happy like and yeah, it just no matter what no matter what and it really does just like bring everything down it's like a gloomy feeling mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and like it's, it's like just, how could you yeah you, you just don't want to even talk to that person like so we have to be conscious of that too because then we might lose people around us because then they're just tired of us. They see us coming a mile away and they're like, oh no, I can't talk to this girl. You know, Here comes she's got too many problems. Here she go. I can't. But she's going to complain about something today. She's going to complain that it's too hot. Complain that yep. it's too She's going to complain yep. that, you know, I don't know, the bugs are out. She's going to complain. Like, it's just. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. There goes Marsha. There cool. goes Marsha. She's yeah. coming. Everybody leave. Everybody go. See, I'll talk to you later. Marsha coming, you know. <laughs> it's so, true. It's so true. Yeah. So that's one that's one way. Another another thing that she mentioned. So basically it's 30 days, so it's 30 chapters and a mm. lot of it could have probably con- you know, could have been condensed, but she tried to break up, you know, things. And so another how we can bring people down is with our words is being judgmental which i think that's a huge one yeah um and matthew 7 1 to 2 it says do not judge or you too will be judged for in the same way you judge others you will be judged so i think it's easy to look at people and the decisions that they made and be like i would have never done that this girl's stupid mm-hmm. you know she she's yeah. dumb like or, you know, yeah. why is she doing that? Like, who she thinks she yeah. is? Or, you know, just things like that, which, again, I'm also guilty of. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I Everything think all, is... of ones, all of the ones <laughs> that I, I wrote down, it pertains to me. So just so you know. I'm, Everything you're I, like, well, I do it too. Like, you're just like. <laughs> yeah, because, but it, it's true, you know. So, um, so it, you know, instead of judging yeah. You know, look at yourself and your mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. And just because maybe you're not doing the same thing that they're particularly doing, but does that mean that you're living a godly life? You mm. know, like you're using your words mm-hmm. to judge someone instead of for praying for them. Like yeah. if, if somebody's going through something, again, instead of judging, we should encourage 
you know, others to do what is right in God's eyes, you know, right. but let's not forget that we all fall from grace yeah. daily. And that's why we have Jesus to go to for forgiveness. So even if you agree or not with what they're doing, pray for them, pray that God will open their eyes to see, you know, what they're doing is wrong. Right. Exactly. Yep. It's so true. Um, and you said you have other ones too that you have written down. Yeah, I have a couple other ones, but I don't want to take up the whole thing. Okay, I have three. I have three more. Oh, there you go. Three more. There you go. So we also have the gossiping tongue, how we use our words to gossip yeah. about other people. And mm-hmm. so Proverbs eighteen eight it says the words of a gossip are like choice morsels; they go down to a man's innermost parts. And again, that's me too. I do that. When it says the choice more, so I just think of like a piece of gossip is like a piece of chocolate that somebody got, right? Uh, and you just eat it and it just tastes so delicious and you're just so satisfied from that little piece of chocolate, which is really a piece of gossip that it just like, you know, it goes down into your innermost parts like, oh, this is so delightful, right? That's how I think, right? <laughs> Okay, but that's I'm how I think look of at it. chocolate the same way again. Just so that you know. But it's like you know those little pieces of information. It's like oh, she did what? Oh, what she did? Like oh, grandma? Like huh? grandma? Exactly. Like huh? You know. So um, our words. We have to remember when we're accepting, or so we can accept gossip, or we also can you know give it to somebody we have to remember is our words acceptable to the lord yeah you know we can also spread gossip about someone or something that it might not even be true Mm -hmm. and it can ruin somebody's life it can ruin somebody's self-esteem um but i think warning is different right than gossip because you know obviously you should check first and again, not being judgmental with that person, but just be like, you know, God doesn't like this, his word, you know, I'm not perfect, but, you know, ask God for, you know, help about whatever it is that they're doing. Right. You know, um, another example is the discouraging tongue. tongue. And it could be difficult if you don't agree with a person's point of view. Like if Bonnie's like, oh, I'm going to... I don't know. I'm going to go into business and this into, you know, my father's been telling me that he's going to go into a pig farm. I'm like, no, you're not. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's a whole ridiculousness. Yeah, I know. And I'm like, no, you're not. You know, you're not going into a pig farm. But so something like that, if you don't agree with a person's point of view about something, Mm -hmm. um, we can still agree to stand in faith if that's God's will. Right. You know, so even if it doesn't come to pass or you feel like, no, that makes no sense. Be like, look, well, if that's God's will, you know, nothing can stop it. So we don't have to be discouraging and be like, girl, you crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You crazy. You don't know what he's talking about. Because discouragement, it can bring that person down instead of uplifting them like to their full potential. Right. Before maybe they have a good idea. But to you is dumb. Right. How about if that's something that God is leading them into and now they're like, oh, that's dumb. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, so we have to uplift people. And so the last one that I have is the doubting tongue, mm. which I also have. That's me. Yeah, the doubting. We And it's mostly, I would 
it's for ourselves. Yes. When we doubt ourselves. Yeah. And when we doubt in ourselves, it causes us to never fulfill the plans that God has for us. Because yeah. God could be like, you are going to do this and this in your life or something. You're like, no, I don't think so. I don't see that happening. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so it's like you're not just doubting yourself. You're doubting the word of God. Right. You know, if God says in his word, and he does say that we are more than conquerors, mm. you know, we are more than a conqueror, a conqueror, someone who go like, you know, goes into a land and be like, this is my land. And they drive out the land or whatever, you know, like we're warriors in God's eyes. That's how he sees us. Right. And if we're like, no, I don't, I don't see that. I feel weak and I'm not strong. And, you know, and I, you know, God, I, I don't think I could go through this, even though you said that I could, I really can't. We're not just doubting ourselves. We're doubting the word of God. Right. And we are to believe all things are possible with God, all things. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's one thing to say it, but it's one is another thing to actually believe it. You know, right. we, we can say the word of God. We can read the scriptures and all that stuff. But do we believe what God is actually saying about us? Mm. Do we believe in his promises? Do we believe that he's a faithful God? And if he says something is going to come to pass, mm. do we? Yeah. So, you know, that's another thing. So that's those are the ones that I that I have as examples. She said, do we? Do we? Do we? But it's true. It's um, I would say that I struggle with that a lot. I, I would say that, like, you know, I kind of have like a lot of doubt. But when it comes to myself, like, I think um, I'm fine being a cheerleader for other people. But then when yeah. it comes to myself, because I just don't find like like that, like, no, like I can never do that. Or how am I going to do that? Or whatever, mm-hmm. like. You know, you're not pretty enough. You're not tall enough. You're not thin enough. You're not pretty enough. You're not this enough. You're not smart enough. You're not, you know, and that's where all the enough start coming in. And it's just, yeah, it's, it's just, it's a mess, but it is true and it is hard, but you know, like what Janice said, the only way too that we actually do get to know and really walk through what God tells us in his word is unfortunately through trials and tribulations yeah. and it can be big or small. Mm-hmm. Right, could be a big child, could be a little child, could be whatever. But that is the only way, really, mm-hmm. that we're gonna really know and walk through God's word. Because, mm-hmm. like, you know, like Janice has said, and we could say all the verses we want, we could sound cute, mm-hmm. post them on Instagram or Facebook, whatever the case. Yep. But if we're not really, if we really haven't gone through anything, if we really haven't experienced a betrayal, mm-hmm. if we really experience somebody who you know who did put us down speaking of the power of the tongue who maybe put us down who maybe um you know hurt us with their words you know and it really does carry with us and a lot of times you know what's that saying sticks and stones may break our bones but words will never hurt me and that's That's not true at all i I used to think that it was true when i was young yeah because you say it to people when they do something bad but it is so true no it's it's absolutely false words could hurt more than anything because right like your body okay if you break a bone all right yeah that's gonna hurt you know whatever but it'll heal when somebody says detrimental words to you it's Mm -hmm. not easy to heal it may take a while you may carry that thing around with you like a suitcase for months Mm -hmm. days 
weeks, even years. Some people have still been carrying something that somebody told them in their childhood. Yeah. yeah. They are now adults and they still carry that around with them. Can you imagine that? Mm-hmm. Like they are not free. And just from that, mm-hmm. those words spoken to them when they were young, that has put them in like a personal prison. And they are walking around and they're not able to really like access the freedom that God has for them because they're so confined in those persons or those people's words that were spoken over them, which is really through the enemy working through those people to speak to them because it's not even true. Whatever was spoken over them is not even true, but they believe it. When people speak something to you, um, mm-hmm. especially when coming from the enemy's camp, you, you could, be, you believe it. If somebody says to you, you know what, well, you're, you're so ugly, you're so dumb, mm-hmm. but who, who's going to love you? Are you kidding me right now? And there's people even in toxic relationships, right, where their spouse will tell them, turn around and say, who's going to want you? Yeah. You're watching. You got kids. You think that somebody, if, if you were to leave me, you think somebody's going to want somebody with, with, with one kid, two kids, three kids, four kids? You think somebody's going to want them? Yeah. Look at you. You're old. Who's going to want you now? Nobody's going to gonna find anybody like me that's it you know and yeah. those, those right those are harsh words and then you bring that person down and then that person really does start to believe man mm-hmm. nobody's gonna want me i guess i'm gonna have to stay stuck in this toxic relationship and that's so not true mm-hmm. it's a lie from the enemy so it's so important and even in first peter three ten, it says whoever desires to love life and see good days let him keep his tongue from evil and lips from deceit Oh, wait, hold on. We have something to tell you. Salt and Light is now on Patreon. We wanted to create a community to support each other because we can't do this walk alone. So look up Salt and Light on Patreon.com to see what membership tier you're interested in joining. Come and let's take this Jesus journey together. Um, You know, and again, so own experiences or even Angie, you know, Janice's, shout out to Angie, <laughs> Janice's aunt. Uh, at the church what two Sundays ago I think she said this mm-hmm. she was saying like a testimony and one of the, her things she was saying that that she was praying I think in the morning and that God put in her heart out of nowhere to call up this woman whoever she was mm-hmm. um, or somebody, and to apologize to this person and she didn't even know why but she mm-hmm. felt like that heart, and so she called the person and the cur- the person didn't even know why either. The person was like, what are you talking about? I don't know. But like Angie said, but whatever it was, God yeah. saw that day that maybe I said something mean to her or yeah. maybe her a certain way. And God mm-hmm. wasn't with that. And even though that the, you know, Angie was saying that even though the, the person, I don't know if it was one guy, but yeah. even though the person was like, okay, like, right. you know, right. it's fine. And maybe, you know, you know, she, the person didn't even realize that it affected them in that way. God saw. Exactly. God saw, and he was not pleased mm-hmm. with whatever it was, you know, that went on. You mm-hmm. know? So we actually have to thank God for, for that, for the conviction, because those things is what, you know, it separates us with our relationship with the Lord. So God was probably showing Angie at that time, like, you need to ask for forgiveness. Even if she don't understand it, even if you don't remember either, I remember. Exactly. I remember. And you need to rectify that situation. Exactly. I'm sure that was hard to do. Oh, it was very hard. 
it's yeah. very hard when you need to apologize <laughs> when you gotta actually say man I, i'm sorry i messed up it is hard but yeah. like what janice said is good that we do have those convictions because it's a daily um you know refining of our mm-hmm. character mm-hmm. and also helps us keep be be humble to stay humble because mm-hmm. our will get in the way if we never say sorry to anybody if we never have to admit that we made a mistake mm-hmm. i say you know what? I, I apologize i'm sorry for talking to you that way i just i had a bad day and mm-hmm. I took it out on you or i should have never said that i didn't mean it you know whatever the case like that actually helps us too like to keep humble you know as that that god like god asked us to stay humble and you know even through my own personal experience there have been people who have said mean things to me, but mm-hmm. this particular mm-hmm. person has said a lot of mean things to me. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And it's, it's really hard to let that offense go. Yeah. Like it really does stay with you. Because you want and, to, you want to retaliate and you want to say terrible yeah. things back. Mm-hmm. You do. Yeah. And it, and it's, and it really does stay with you. It's literally like, I feel like it's like a, you know, when you travel and you, and you have the, the suitcase with wheelies, you know, yeah. you're just, so I feel like it literally is like, you're just walking around with a suitcase and in that suitcase is just all the words that those people or that person has said to you. And it really does stay with you. And it's like, God is saying, you need to let it go. You need to you need to drop it but it's like it's hard because then it stays in your mind and then you really do start to feel that way and then you start to feel down about yourself and then that could also be a domino effect for other things then you may start to then you start to feel bitter Mm -hmm. you know like i told janice um recently even yesterday that like you start to feel like you don't even want to deal with people that's how i'm feeling lately i don't even want to deal with people i don't want to deal with nobody because you start to feel like you know what if this is what that means mm-hmm. then i'd rather just say it to myself i'd rather just do my own thing not have to you know be bothered with anybody not have to be uh hurt or mm-hmm. disappointed i'm good i'll just stay to myself but then that's not good because that's not from god god doesn't want you to be that way so again you know for this whole topic it is so important and it's so you know i think it's a reminder that god is reminding all of us that not only, yes, maybe look at other things, but we also have to look at how we really do treat people and how we really are and how the power of our words, again, can really influence someone or can influence a situation. You could speak yeah. life over that person or even over that person's situation. Let's say if a person is going through something and they need a word of encouragement and instead of you giving them a word of encouragement, you're just sitting there going, oh, yeah. Oh, that's just, oh, <laughs> you know, I don't know how you're going to do that. I mean, yeah, yeah, you know, just die and roll over, you know, like yeah. I don't. So it's like you could really encourage somebody, uplift somebody, or you could really just damage somebody, too. Yeah, I think I've been I, I've done both. <laughs> 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 no, yeah. But, you know, what I noticed that what God is dealing with me now is that it you know in the word it says um what comes out of the mouth proceeds from the heart yes so it's a heart condition it is so mm-hmm. you know there's something wrong with your heart if you bringing people down or maybe there's just a root there of something maybe you're not even aware of what it is 
but there's something there that God needs to cut off. There's mm. something there in your heart that he needs to rip out, you know, wow. um, from you. He needs to cleanse your heart because what's in your heart comes out of your mouth. Yeah. I actually caught myself and I had to ask for forgiveness. Like I was like crying um, when, you know, going through something or whatever. And Bonnie was just like, you know, don't worry, God's going to repay you. And it's like in my heart or I whispered it. I said, well, he better. <laughs> yeah you told me you know and that came to my mind later on like yeah. he better yeah he better i'm talking about god here that he better like who do i think i am talking like that like god doesn't have to do anything but it's like those types of attitudes about you know even with people or saying bad things to people or making making comments that are just not necessary Yes. You know, sometimes we got to just keep things to ourselves. Like if you notice a pimple on somebody, you don't need to go, oh my God, look at that huge pimple. You know, like <laughs> why do you want to do that and point to or, it? Or go or walk by, by them and be like, Rudolph the red nose reindeer. <laughs> yeah, but it's like, like... <laughs> even little things like that, like, oh, like, oh, you're looking a little, you're looking a little fat. Oh. You gained some weight? Yeah, yeah. Gain like a couple pounds. Mira, gorda. Yeah, like why yeah. is that? Why is that necessary? And mm -hmm. and from that we have to look at our heart and the condition of our heart. Right. You know, like what is going on there, and ask God. And that's what I've been asking God. Like God, like deal with my heart, and it's it's painful. Yeah. It's not a it's not an easy thing, but it's worth it because it's like if you if you're trying to. Like what we're doing now, we're trying to preach the word of God in some way, you know, talking about God. But then in the other end, if I saw somebody and be like, mm, you fat girl. <laughs> <laughs> how, is, how is that matching up? You know, you know, like, oh, girl, what happened with your toes? Ooh, you got some hammer toes, you know, like, you know, it doesn't it doesn't match so it's like god has to deal with our hearts so that we can we can freely express instead of the criticism and all those things we express god's love yeah it has to flow out of us but if we're it's like we're not accepting god's love for whatever reason or it's not in our heart then how is it going to come out of us to other people and we just have to make like daily decisions like okay i don't have to say that or catch yourself no you don't and apologize. Be like, you know what? I say you were fat, but you know, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. Right. You know, we need to have like a filter too. Like, yeah. Or even, fat. or even some people could say you're too skinny. You look like a stick. Yeah. You look that's, like a that's branch. Also, you know, you know that, people can yeah. have complexes about everything. Oh, Maybe they're already yes. feeling like, yes, oh, their, their body is not, you know, uh, me and Bonnie, I, I guess we both kind of had the same experience like growing up. We were chunky kids. <laughs> we were chunky kids. I had like a pot belly with thick legs. It was just... <laughs> I just always had like the chunky legs, the you know, the chunky butt. Yes, a yeah. little bad, my little chunky cheeks. Like, yeah. And but people when... used to, you know, when I was younger, and that affected me because even when I was younger, like they would be like, "Oh, you're fat foot," you know, whatever, yeah, you know, this you're... and that. <laughs> you're and fat you know... foot. <laughs> and that stayed in my head and let me tell you yeah. when I turned around I told you when I turned around like 13 14 years old uh -huh. I was like one day in my house I was like you know what that's it I'm not gonna be no fat foot anymore 
And but I did it the wrong way. Yeah. I like pretty much stopped eating. And yeah. that was I did lose a lot of weight, whatever. But then I then I became kind of like obsessive. Like I mm-hmm. didn't really want to eat a lot. I would work out every day in my room, like at night. I would mm-hmm. be like, I would put on like a half hour and I would like put on music and I would like work out. Like cause I was so it made me so Yeah, self-conscious. So self-conscious. Like Yeah. And that's not good. It's not good. No, but that's but that is a you know, great example because I have the same thing. Yeah. You know, like my, you know, and people say things like, and they don't, they're not saying it like maliciously. They're like, oh, you know, you're so chunky, you know, or, yeah. oh, look, you, you got a fat foot. I used to have a fat hand. You know, <laughs> that was my thing. Oh, look at the hand coming in. <laughs> you know, my. <laughs> so, and it wasn't said, you know, with malicious intent, right. <laughs> but you never know how you're. Oh yeah, you never know. Words are affecting people, and I had the same thing when I was younger. I would exercise in my bed. I would I would do crunches, and Kayla was my my sister. She was my coach. (laughs) Yeah, she would count how many I did in my bed that day. But you know that that causes complexes, and even still to this day, you know my weight is very up and down, and you know I go to the gym now and all that stuff. But yeah. it's also, you know, a, a self-conscious thing. So when somebody tells you, oh, you gained some weight, it's like. You you start to right away like, oh, like. Exactly. Doing like a hundred jumping jacks. I'm a, now I'm not going to eat for the next five days. I'm going to be yeah. doing this. Yeah, it's, it is. It's hard. Like even me, like, you know, I was, I, I got thin or whatever thinner. But then when I got pregnant with my son, oh my God. Like he was my first, my firstborn. Uh-huh. He gained so much weight ridiculous yeah. like my fingers blew up my nose oh my blew God. up everything blew up i was just like yeah and after that it was hard to lose mm-hmm. the weight it mm-hmm. was hard because not only now you got a newborn baby i was mm-hmm. still working at the time mm-hmm. um, all that stuff it's hard to to you're tired you're cooking you're doing this you're doing that it's hard to like set aside time you know at that moment for working out doing this doing that like mm-hmm. so it, yeah it, it it was hard to lose that weight. It's not easy. Like, I mean, some people genetically, uh, for, you know, God yeah, bless I know. them. I'm right back. I, you know, I hate those people. But even but, even uh, in that, even in pregnancy, do you see you see things going on like on the internet and you're like, oh, I yeah, pressures of having to do this or be like, oh, girl, like it's taking you a while to lose that baby. Yeah, like they expect you right away. Like when you get birth, they're like, you need to get back. Back. Snap well, the back. only way you could get back is a flight right from there to Colombia, and they're gonna. They <laughs> no, gonna but do people lipo. some people are people very. That's what I'm saying. So yes, it, it it is. It could become very like it messes with your mind. Any little thing, and you know what? It, this just brings to memory. I guess it was the Holy Spirit. I don't know if I've ever spoken about this testimony. Maybe in our other podcast. But anyways, uh, this one I'll make it quick. This one testimony. This girl, she actually committed suicide. Like she shot herself, right? Mm-hmm. And it was all. It started all when she was younger, and she said that she would dwell on what people would tell her, right? So like anything negative that anybody ever told her, she would dwell on it, mm-hmm. dwell, dwell on it, dwell on it, you know, whatever. And then I think some stuff, that, you know, started happening between her parents. I guess they started arguing, whatever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, long story short, she was a little older at this point. She mm-hmm. and she, she what? I didn't hear you. She what? She decided to take her own life. Mm-hmm. She with a gun and she even said before she shot herself first she was going to shoot herself in wait the, she's still alive yeah because what happened was she was going to shoot herself uh-huh. 
in the head. Yeah, she was going to shoot herself in the head. But then she said that she had like a vision of her face all distorted. I don't know. That's what she said. So she decides, she puts the, the gun to her chest area. Mm. <clears throat> Shoots, and she said that before she did it, she said, God, forgive me. Mm. She just remembers, obviously, kind of like, she said that she kind of remembers slowly coming out of her body, things like she couldn't really hear anymore, like just, you know, slowly. Mm. And I think it was her mom that found her. And, you know, obviously, you know, ambulance, all these things. And she said that she even... She, she went to hell. She experienced, she said the hell, she said that she was depressed, right? When she, like, before she committed suicide, she said, but then when she went to hell, she became depression. Oh like, my God. It like, it's so, like, there's no hope. Like, that's it. Like, she's done. Like, that's it. Yeah. And anyway, I forgot the whole transition when she was in hell. I would have to send you the testimony, but, but I remember she said when she was in the ambulance, mm-hmm. um, Cause I think God had brought her back to her body at that point, something like that. So anyway, when she was in the ambulance that she heard even the, 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 the workers mm-hmm. uh, saying something negative about her saying something. Oh my God. Yeah. I would have to send you a testimony saying something. And she said that God said right there, like, yeah. are, you know, like, see, like, are you going to, you know, in other words, like live by what other people say? Yeah. Like, in other words, people are always going to talk. Even when you just got shot on the way to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And she said, God, like, she woke up. In other words, like, she realized, like, what am I doing? Why am I so concentrated on Mm. what people say about me? Or Mm. what? why? I have to worry about what God says about me, you know? So Mm. it was a powerful testimony. Yeah, obviously, she's still alive. Thank God it didn't, you know uh and, life. and think about it like <clears throat> this right who speaks negative the enemy the enemy the enemy says bad things about you he says god doesn't love you work and... what you said he'll work through anybody yeah anybody oh yeah. my god anybody mm-hmm. it don't matter who uh mm-hmm. bonnie's daughter said that my butt looked like cheese doodles <laughs> when i was in a bathing suit and I still, I still hold on to that this day. I'm not gonna get in the bathing suit in front of her. Are you kidding me? She's eight now. She's gonna be now nine. So at that she point, was like six. Yeah, she was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to talk to him. I'm like, me not long. She scarred really... me. So I'm scarred. Like... That's it. I'm scarred. But you know, even even little things like that. Yeah. You know, like. I'm laughing about it, but at the same time, I'm like, I, I be remembering. But, oh, I but see that. She always brings it up. I always bring it up. <laughs> well, because I'm never going to be in a bathing suit in front of her. I'm just saying. I'm going to see her at the beach with like sweatpants. I'm like, what happened? <laughs> <laughs> not in front, not in front of Samara. Forget it. <laughs> but, um, you know, but even little things like the enemy always says something negative about you or how you look or you're overweight or you're too skinny mm-hmm. or you're ugly. Yep. You're not smart enough. You can't get yep. that job. You're yep. never going to get married. You're never going to have children. You never, you know, the enemy speaks like that. Right. So we should be conscious of who should we sound like? Should mm. we sound like the enemy or should we sound like God? And God is all about, he's just good. Like, that's just who he is. He's good. He encourages us. You know, the Holy Spirit encourages us. Keep going. I will never forsake you. I will never leave you. You know, I care for you. Jesus obviously is complete love, died on the cross for us, you know, yeah. sacrifice God sacrificed his son for us. Um, you know, I will 
you know, he's a generous God. You know, he doesn't, he's a forgiving God. He doesn't hold things against us when we ask for forgiveness. So he's all things righteous. He's all things holy, all things clean. Right. right? So we want to, he, I mean, I have to think of that for myself too. You got to like, what would God want you to say? If God was coming or he came right when you said something negative to somebody or even about yourself, mm -hmm. you know, what would God say? Like, is that true? He'd be like, yeah, girl. You need to you need to lose fifty pounds because you can't come into heaven like that. We got a weight limit. Imagine you better drop it like it's hot. All right, yeah. I can't be working like this. Yeah, no, it's true. It's true. It, you know, it's um, our words are could be very dangerous. They could they literally could be a weapon. Yeah, they are. And and there are people that they really can't handle it. Like they really can't handle negativity. They cannot handle like they're already hard on themselves. So then can you imagine somebody else who now wants to be harsh with them? It's like it really does mess them up. And yeah. so you have to kind of be careful. And you know what? With God, there's always a message of hope. Right. So that's yeah. the difference. Like even if even if something is true, let's just say whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. but God would always say it in a way, like in a loving way. So, mm -hmm. so let's say, um, I don't know, you're struggling with something. Let's say weight. Okay. Yeah. You're struggling with weight and God would probably, you know, tell you like, yeah, okay. You know what? You're struggling with weight, but it don't, you know what? You could always lose that. No problem. Yeah. No problem. Walk, maybe just walk a little bit more. Change yeah. Little just, bit. Just, just do some little, you know, uh, add some little tweaks, Maybe, you know, just add some exercise or, or maybe just, you know, do this, do that. And, but you'll be fine. You're great. You're beautiful. You know, yeah, don't yeah. worry about that. You will get there. You know, don't, you know, so that's like a message of hope. That's encouraging where all that we're the, from the enemy, mm -hmm. like what Jen's saying, we'd be like, you're so, oh, you're so fat. Like, yeah. you're yeah. gross. Like, who's yeah. going to you? Like, please, like whatever, you know? And so, and then that just, that's like condemning. That just brings him down or just any other thing too. You know, like you're just horrible. You're not a good person or, you know, whatever. Nobody's ever going to want you or that's why you don't got no friends. You know, I like you, you know, yeah. whatever it could be. Right. Yeah. So we just have to remember that, yes, it is good to be conscious of other things of, you know, again, like I kind of had listed in the beginning, like, OK, yes, the obvious. Right. Adultery and, and stealing and all these things. And yeah. but. We also have to remember too how we treat people. Because even like, look, even my son, real quick, uh, yeah. personal, you know, quick experience, story time. My son, he was he's failing like three classes. It's driving me crazy. Okay, yeah. and I yelled at him. I got so mad at him. But then I tried to also put hope in there. I, I even though I, I told him, I said, "What do you want? You want to fail? You want to fail? You know what's wrong with you? You know what?" Yeah. But then at the end, I was like, "Look, you're smart." Yeah. You can do this. You have it in you to do it. It's just that you don't want to do it. Yeah. You could do it. You know, so I'm not saying, oh, you're so stupid. You're so, you know, yeah, I get mad at him. And I may say you're acting ridiculous or you're, you know, but that's not you. You yeah. could do it. You could, you, you have the smarts. You could do it, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So again, with God, there's always that message of hope. Yeah. Reassurance with the enemy. Obviously, it's just plain old evil. So, yeah. I do want to close really quickly. We're going to close now, but I did want to close with this because I felt like this was a really powerful um, verse. And this is James chapter three, verses five through 12. And it says, even so the tongue is a little member, right? We yeah. think it's 
nothing. It doesn't mean anything. It can boost of great things. See how much wood or how great a forest, a tiny spark could set ablaze. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of wickedness sent set among our members, contaminating and depraving the whole body and setting on fire the wheel of birth, the cycle of man's nature, being itself ignited by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea animal can be tamed and has been tamed by human genius, by nature. But the human tongue can be tamed by no man. It is a restless, undisciplined, irreconcilable, evil, full of deadly poison. With it, we bless the Lord and Father, and with it, we curse men who were made in God's likeness. Mm. Out of the same mouth come forth blessing and cursing. These things, my brethren, ought not to be so. Does a fountain send forth simultaneously from the same opening fresh water and bitter? Can a fig tree, my brethren, bear olives or a grapevine figs? Neither can a salt spring furnish fresh water. So it's basically saying, you know, we can't, you know, we can't curse and bless at the same time. From the same place. Yeah, right. It's coming from the same place. So we, you know, this is such a powerful, I feel, a powerful verse, right? Because it's, it's really telling us, like, look, even when it says, you know, how much wood or how great a forest, a tiny spark can mm-hmm. set a place. Like just all you need is a little fire. Mm-hmm. Okay. It don't have to be a little fire and it could cause a whole forest. To, forest to, fire. To, yeah. A whole, you know, to catch on fire. So can you imagine? So that's what it's saying. Like, even though we think it's a tiny member of our body, it means nothing. Oh, it's so nah. Oh, you know, whatever mm. it does. It could set off a whole even that movie, what is it called? Um, that movie that I told you about, that older movie that I told you to watch, that my father told me to watch. Needful Things. Needful Things. That's a really good movie. Anybody out there, if you want to look it up, it's an older movie. Needful Things, like needing, needful things. Uh-huh. And basically the guy in there, he's pretty much like the devil. But he goes in this town, this peaceful town, and he just causes chaos, like literally chaos. People killing each other and everything. All from what? From the things that he says. He's eating, he's manipulating, he's putting things in people's ear that are not even true. Mm-hmm. He's turning people against each other that are not even true. And from this, that whole town turned upside down. So I would recommend, I would actually won't mind uh, watching that movie again, but I would actually recommend whoever's listening to watch that movie. Needful things. It's a really good movie and it's a good example on how just our words could destroy yeah. somebody's life. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, a good place to end but i'll i'll include that movie and the book that we talked yes. about yes um, and the references i don't know if anybody even look at it but hopefully you look at it because it has all the scriptures that we're talking about <laughs> it's there it's there right. for reference um so let's just be conscious of that it and remember that it's not gonna it's not gonna happen overnight no you know it's a it's a constant battle but Keep it in your prayer. God, help me to speak what you want me to speak. Let my words be pleasing unto you, yeah. you know, and if you need to change my heart, change my heart so that I speak, you know, um, life over my family and my friends and myself, Yes, you know, so it's a constant matter for everybody. So don't feel bad if, you know, you're like, oh my God, you know, That's, I'm yeah. in horrible shape. 
Yeah. I'm saying that we we all are not in good shape and we'll never re- we will never reach that glory until Jesus comes back. That's just what it is. Yeah. We're we're changing all the time. God is always dealing with us and we're going from glory to glory. So it's a process. Yes. You know. Amen. So um maybe Ben, do you want to pray to close this out? Sure. Yeah, we'll close it out in prayer. Lord Father, we thank you Jesus for another opportunity to record another episode, Lord, that you've taken us thus far, Lord Father. We just want to ask, Lord Father, that this uh, uh, message will not fall on deaf ears, Lord, that you will resonate with somebody today, Lord Father, even if it's one, two, three people, Lord Father, that even if they do feel convicted, Lord, like Janice said, even if they feel convicted, even if after hearing this message, they just feel like, oh man, this is me. Oh man, you know, I've, I've said so many horrible things to my children, to my husband, to my wife, to my friend, my coworker, my family member, my whoever it may be, you know, how do I fix this? What do I do? And you know, the first thing to do is repent, turn from your ways, ask God to forgive you, number one, and then ask the Holy Spirit to guide you on what to do. Maybe it takes a phone call. Maybe it takes showing up at that person's house. Maybe it takes sending a text message, a voice message, whatever it may be, whatever the Holy Spirit will put inside of you to apologize to that person. And even if if at the moment the, the person does not receive it or rejects it, but at least you were obedient to the Holy Spirit. And in time, that person will, that person will receive it and that person will forgive you. So I just pray for these people or for that person uh, who maybe feels convicted. I pray that they won't run from you, but they will run to you and that they will ask you, okay, Lord, here I am. I admit it. I was this, I was that. How do I fix this? And I pray that they, they want and they yearn to fix the situation rather than running from it and being held accountable. So we thank you, Lord, for this message. We ask, Lord, that the Holy Spirit will touch those who are listening, Lord. And even if, if it's not somebody listening, but even if it's somebody you know, who is listening and maybe they share this episode with somebody, you know, or maybe they talk about it with somebody else, whatever it may be. I just pray that this message goes out to the whole world, to everybody so that they could hear it, Lord, and that it could be a blessing, Lord. And we just thank you for being a blessing in our life. We thank you for constantly, you know, um, helping us, uh, giving us strength, perseverance, Lord, even when we don't feel like it, even when we don't want to, even when we feel like giving up, you are constantly showing up, Lord. And so we thank you, Lord, and help us to continue to be faithful even through the storms, Lord, because this is not going to just go in void. This is planting seeds, Lord. So I just pray that you help us to continue to plant the seeds, Lord Father. And I pray that we see that harvest, Lord, and bless those, everybody right now who's listening. We thank you, Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. As always, thank you for listening in today. We pray that you continue to take this Jesus journey with us. And remember to go ahead and follow us on Instagram at Salt and Light Podcast. And remember our email, saltandlight1111 at gmail.com if you ever want to reach out to us. Until next time, God bless.